Now, don't be surprised when I say we went to prison because some of y'all still in prison right now. Prisons of your mind. Stand up, brother. Come on. <laughs> your brother's a little shy. <laughs> Come on, brother. Give me a hug. That's all right, brother. That's all right. Look, he still got his hair fried. That's all right, though. That's the slave mind. That's the slave mind. All right, what is going on, y'all? This is the Get Up Podcast for another week. We are, well, not all of us are here this time, unfortunately, but I got Estot in the studio here at PVA Studios. Say what up, yo. What up? And then we got Pharaoh. Pharaoh is on the line. Let's say what up, yo. What's good? Pharaoh in the building. Say woke. Also, and we got the CEO. We got P- We got Ty here, PVA Studios, sitting with us. So we are all here right now, just chilling out. How was everybody's week? Uh, the yeah. last few warm days of, of fall. It was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> the last few warm days. I got some oysters. So, you know, I was just trying to celebrate the, the end oysters, of, uh, you know, oysters and, um, and uh, martinis. That's Where was the, that? the moves. I went to a mermaid lounge in the the East Village. That sounded like a strip club. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that sounded uh, the mermaid lounge. That sounded like the Boom Boom Room or some shit like that. Because of the Boom the Boom play, Room, the Players Club. <laughs> that shit. Slight, slightly less entertaining. All they got is um, <laughs> they only got seafood. <laughs> yeah, they only got oysters. They don't got them hams going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, they don't got that cake. Yeah, they don't got that cake. But yeah, no, nah, that's what you know. And then um, just like regular other stuff. So. Farrah, what about you, brother? Which I mean, I mean, I don't know if Farrah wants. Do you want to share share your uh, your life changing? News. Nah, when I come back to the studio. All right, all right. No, okay, we'll do that. But yeah, so Farrah is joining us right now. Um, I'm just gonna ask Ty how because this man is always working. So I, every time I ask him, and this is even off, like we're not even here in the studio. I'm just you know trying to check up on this man. Well, what are you asking me? So how <laughs> how was your week? What how has your week been? Um, what day is it? Uh, what is today? Tuesday. All right. Um, so not not too crazy. Um, not with Rudy Gay. Not with any uh, NBA players. No, nothing, nothing uh, crazy. Just uh, <laughs> I had a sway um, Monday. Uh, we didn't really have that many guests, um, and you know today's Tuesday. I had had a client here right before you guys. Yep. And, um, tomorrow I got sway and probably like a couple podcasts. So you know, boom. Just work, busy just man. Working, man. Just, busy just working, man. Just working. Busy man. I mean, just like talking about people working, but working not in the right way. But <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I mean, well, let me just go like my weekend was good. I just, you know, work, 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 more work. MC bar mitzvah season, tweet 16 season. So it's just that's just my weekends now. Um, but uh, just talking about, you know, people either living right and working hard but either if we want to call them working hard i don't know if you guys heard about this harvey weinstein um this hollywood producer dude just sexually harassing just random you know actresses actors like well would say of the female but actress you know actresses just doing what he wants you know as they say this is almost the trump hollywood access tape you know (laughs) what's going on there yeah, I mean, I think that I think this is like not even like a political issue. I think a lot mm. of people are trying to politicize it, but really it's just about men with power taking advantage of that power, taking advantage of women, you know, um in vulnerable situations. And so why do you say they're uh, 
politicizing it just if our Be, viewers or listeners haven't heard. Because like if you don't know who Harvey Weinstein, what is Weinstein? Weinstein, yeah, yeah. He he's a big Democratic donor. I think he's donated over like one point six million dollars over the last couple of years. Yeah, and he had some sort of like dinner or charity dinner for um Hillary. Like, yeah, her presidential campaign run. You know, he's donated to Hillary. He's donated to tons of different the DNC, tons of different other senators, and um. So, like, you know, Republicans are trying to be like, oh, well, you know, like, you criticize Trump. Why don't you criticize seeing Harvey Weinstein? Which which all of them have done, like, the second after. Yeah. But, like, I, I feel like a lot of times people want to make this about them. Like, oh, why, you know, why isn't it about, like, Democrats and Republicans? When really, it's about these victims who didn't do anything other than try to make it in Hollywood. And exactly. they had to deal with this monster who was sexually harassing them. So, I think that's the real issue here. And that's yeah. what we need to concentrate on. Yeah. And it's the same it's same thing as Trump. You know, he he had money and he felt like he could oppose his will on on those. Like, but like Farrell, like, what would you say? Is this just the is this just the the land that we live in? Like, those rich and powerful white men I feel mean, like they can grab a pussy or two well, or three. Men or, in general, men I in general. think. Men I in think. General, I yeah. think. I th- I think it's a thing we should count our blessing that we now live in a world we call guys out for these things because mm-hmm. that guys been at that for a long ass time. So think about it now like this. In the last year and a half, how many of these uh, guys have we called out for being um, sexual perverts and whatnot? Well, only like Cosby because his is the most prevalent, Well, right? no, you had all the stuff at Fox News. And Fox News, Bill O'Reilly and those guys. Yeah, yeah we man. called them out. They lost their jobs. I mean, at the point when you can get Roger Ailes for something like this. That I is mean, true. like, that guy. I like, you know, these other people, like Cosby or whatever, were yeah. powerful. But, like, Roger Ailes was running one of the largest media empires in... Of this day. Yeah, and he was responsible for nominating the president. So, like, if he couldn't get away with it, at this point, we have seen a stage shift. It hasn't yeah. shifted far enough. But it, it is a good sign that, like you said, Pharaoh, that these people are getting called out for it. And other things, of course, has uh, you know have helped uh, Donald Trump, uh, you know, uh, get into office. But we'll talk about that. But just to go a little bit more is that uh, you know, in regards to Harvey Weinstein, is that um, they're also saying that whoever his lawyer was that I forgot that lady's name um, that basically represents that was a lady who represented the uh, big girl um, that said that she uh, had sex and, um, with um, with Usher, uh, with Usher. Mm-hmm. yeah same same lady who, who like represents all of the women who somehow you know allegedly say they've She's either representing been representing Harvey Weinstein yeah she was re- yeah she was wait 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 it's yeah. the same woman representing yeah. all these women yeah 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 so um, and something also um, happened with that too um with uh with i think her emails to the board uh basically said that he should you know step down um and 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 i want to say i'm telling or urging the board to um have him step down before he was fired because he was just fired recently but they in her in their comments to diminish this to make this somehow seem normal they always say that oh this was the culture like before and we're just teaching them not like no you know not to do this like you're a grown-ass man you're like 60 some odd years old like how do you not know that you can't force yourself on some chick you can't like there were stories and fair i don't know if you heard uh, yeah go ahead dj bell it's not it's not so much about what they know i think that that's a that's one of those things that comes down to us being animals and not being and being uncivilized like men who who force themselves on women 
I just mean you give into that beast inside them. Like, that's not how we do things anymore. Mm. We don't just go around hitting women upside the head and forcefully raping them and dropping our feet up. Like, that's not how we do things. But I think the problem is, is men amongst ourselves have a very bad culture in checking that shit. Like, we don't always check our homies when they say some dumb shit like, that's true. yeah, I'm going to slip some Molly in her champagne. And you joke and you well, laugh. That's true, yeah. But what yeah. you don't realize, as a man, you're actually empowering other men to take on bad behavior. I mean, we had rap so and rap it's, culture. It's really, yeah. yeah, it's not even culture. It's men and us. Men in it's general. Just that you, can go to, you can go to the highest level of society and men listen to men talk. Their respect for women is not high. Exactly. And so um, th- apparently, so this was going on for, they were saying for several, like three decades that this has been going on. And um, just recently today, so today's Tuesday, Angelina Jolie came out um, and said something uh, about um, how he had, you know, made sexual advances at her. Um, wh- who's that? Um, who's the chick in Iron Man? Um, the, the main chick, um, Iron Man's. Um, Patrick, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. She came out and said some, that he um, and that he made sexual advances at her. And she was going out with um, Tom Cruise at the time. And she told him and then Tom Cruise came at him at, 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 at him and said, don't touch her. But then, of course, she was scared that, you know, because he, he you know, he's threatened, you know, I'm a big, powerful was guy. Was it Cruise Pitt? Was it Cruise or Pitt? Tom? Sorry. Pa- yeah, Brad yeah. Pitt. Yeah, sorry. Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to spread false news. <laughs> no fake news. Yeah. Um, so I mean that. I mean that's that. Well, and as I say, nothing is going to happen to him because he didn't do. And but now that actually, let me let me say this. Just today, it came out that he has three rape allegations against him. Um, so he, but before he did not do what Bill Cosby did, where Bill Cosby was drugging drugging chicks and having his way with them. Um, he, but what he was doing was damn near right up there. Yeah. This man, um, there was apparently some allegations um, that he followed some sort of uh, model or, or actress um, back into this room, um, and I don't know. He blocked like her, you know, escape so to speak, or block her exit, and he just started jerking off in a fucking plant. Like, and then uh, he also would have like you know, I think Gwen Paltrow was saying that she came um, that he would have um, them at this um, hotel in like London or L.A. or some shit and have them come um you know just to tell talk about business but he would be half naked like when he like when they would come into the room or some shit like have nothing on or ha- you know standing there like come on dude and you don't even look good i'm sorry but you uh, you if you guys look at a picture of this dude this is a sloppy ass motherfucker yeah i i think that like you don't even got nothing going like but it, it, and granted it doesn't even make it, it right even if that was the case but i'm just like and you like a ain't shit motherfucker so it's like yeah you got money you know i think one of the aspects of this and i it's it's something that's specific to black males is that a lot of times as african americans we do see ourselves as not the privileged class so you know you see white males as white privilege male privilege they have that yeah. same thing but as males we also have a specific amount of privilege and as black males we need to be able to we need to call this behavior out when we see it and yeah. a lot of times you see this in hip-hop culture you see this in rap culture and stuff like that like there was that one big controversy where um rick ross had that song where he's like oh, I oh yeah 
yeah. Molly all in her drink. She yeah. ain't even know. Yeah. Like, that's rape. Yeah. Like, that's not, you I know, think like. Cameron had some shit where yeah, he said he like, beat a bitch or some shit. Like, you know, like, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, like, at a certain point, like, we can't hold, like, oh, it's, like, these guys and, you know, people need to call them out. No, like, we're males. We need to call these people that's out. True. And we are responsible when people around us are doing that and we are not saying anything. Saying something about it. We're like, oh, it's in their nature. You know, like, yeah. that's wrong on our part. And we have to recognize our privilege in that we are safe from that while these women are not. So now, <laughs> but now, um, Nelly, they just Ooh. came out that Nelly uh, apparently may have uh, raped some uh, some chick. Um, and, of course, he's coming out, you know, of course, via, uh, adamantly saying that he hasn't, you know, he didn't touch her and nothing happened. So, you know, this story just happened. Yeah. But in the case of where us men are wrong, right, and, and, uh, and so forth, what do you say in regards to when women either come back? So not in the not in regards to this uh, this producer dude, but in regards to Kevin Hart. So this girl, this lady, whoever it may have been, he you know got caught out there. Kevin Hart slipped up. You know, they apparently didn't do what they uh, what uh, normal celebrities would do in regards to taking a phone. You know, before they go into any places like um, uh, signing an NDA, this and the third. But he got caught. You know, there was pictures, there was videos, um, and how shit was really set up. Like it was set up as the like they were they were plotting against him, and they were plotting against him. And this uh, stripper apparently said that, um, you know, one, she didn't know he was married (laughs) somehow, doesn't know that Kevin Hart is married. And then um, also try to extort him for like 10 to like 40 million or something like that because she went on what she Googled like uh, Kevin Hart's net worth and probably saw that he was like, you know, worth probably like 180 mil or something like that. It was like, oh, he he can come up off of 40 mil. Mm-hmm. But it's like she aimed too <laughs> like I always say she aimed too high. She should have like there was there's was definite ways to go about this shit. But it's this is just like sexual harassment, sexual shit that we are seeing just day in and day out. That's just been coming out at this point in time. Yeah. What do you guys say about that? Farrah, what do you say yeah, about Farrah. that? Oh, I don't know if he's here. Hopefully, he's still. Oh, he may. Uh, he may call back in. But uh, basically, okay, we've just been living in a master that's uh, a delay. <laughs> <laughs> Mad delay. I was like, uh oh, did we lose Mad him? Mad delay, right? <laughs> basically, we've been living in just a master and ass society, and now people aren't taking that shit no more. Mm. Yeah, I, that's all it is. Like the fact, like I said, all these women are complaining now. Great, but Nelly's situation—that's fucking. I just can't. It's just this is rampant. Yeah, I think the two situations are different between yeah. Kevin Hart and um, Nelly. Nelly shit. Sorry, it's Ty. Real quick, I gotta just say this my piece because I gotta go edit something. <laughs> but for Nelly's thing, wait, wait. Did you see the? Did you see the Kevin Hart like make through where it was him singing over um, Boo, uh, Yellow talking about you can't extort me. No, ah. I, I just tell the truth. I didn't see that shit. Yeah, I need yeah, to yeah. see it. I need to see it. Yeah, you can't <laughs> no, me. that shit was mad Hold on one second, Farrell. So the thing with Nelly, I, I'm like, I don't know all the allegations, I don't know all the details, but I do know that she was at his concert. After the concert, she went to the club with them, whatever. She well, after the, at the concert, she got invited to be to go to the club. Uh, after the concert, then you get on the tour bus. Oh, right. So at this, and then eventually, uh, eventually, this is what she's saying. She get on the tour bus. And then eventually, I guess whatever happens apparently happened, and then some lady who was there would get you know gave them like a hundred dollars or hundred and fifty dollars, and you know had have her find her way home or whatever the case may be. But as a female, even as a male, 
you cannot put yourself in, in the situation. line of fire like yeah. that. The person who is, I, I know women says, well, I should be able to. No, At you live point, yeah. in a world where things are not always going to be it's not in perfect. your favor. Yeah. I'm a male. I'm, if I'm hanging out with a bunch of guys who I think are gangbang and got guns and stuff like that, and let's say I, I'm, I go to their concert, and then after their concert, I'm at the party, and I see like, okay, she's getting a little out of hand. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna keep, exit and if you keep myself yourself in that. And if something I keep happens, myself yeah. in that, yeah, you get in the car, you know, someone's drunk, and they're like stupidly drunk, yeah. and you still do it. You have some type of responsibility for that. Not to say that the person who did their actions is gets away with whatever they oh, did. Oh yeah, no, if they're it's still true, liable. Yeah, but you like, are yeah. not like if I have a daughter. I'm gonna tell her. I'm gonna be like, don't put yourself you were, in situations. This might have happened to you, but you yourself. put yourself in that situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, I'll say two things about that. So, um, for instance, if I'm acting reckless and I'm talking shit to somebody and they shoot me in the head, while I'm responsible for them shooting me in the head, there they where? are. They are where? arrested for murder. Yeah. Where are you in this situation? Why were you there? Did you not realize? Yeah. No, I'm saying like I may have done all the wrong shit in that situation. Yeah. But they get arrested for murder for shooting. Oh yeah, yeah. So and and that Both situation, are wrong. yeah. Like it's not even like you know, like you are responsible for your actions yes. as somebody else is responsible exactly. for their actions. And I also think so. I don't know if you guys remember the whole story at um, the University of Virginia that came out in Rolling Stone, where the one girl accused all these guys of raping her, and then it turned out that the story was less than credible, and everybody got fired at Rolling Stone. It was a yes, big story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they didn't like source shit like at all. And even if they did source it, they would have seen that shit was really like yeah. made up. I'm not saying that, you know, the the girl made stuff up, but what I'm saying is that for me, after seeing that and us seeing other stories, I just wait for the evidence to come out. Yeah. I don't know what Nelly did. I don't know if this girl what is telling did. the truth, if yeah. she's lying. I don't know if Nelly's telling the truth. I just want evidence to come out. And then I can make judgments on that evidence. But I want to see both sides. I don't jump to, oh, I believe Nelly because Nelly's a star and Nelly can get all this pussy and, you know, he can do whatever he wants and, you know, he wouldn't do that. And I don't believe the girl like, oh, you automatically believe the female. I don't think, I'm just like, let me see all the evidence. Yeah. Put it all out there. Have a good investigation. Have a thorough investigation. Yeah. And then after that, you can make your judgments. But one part of the evidence is that you're putting yourself in harm's way way. you cannot like i'm i'm not going to say what block we're on right now for where 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 my studio is but a couple blocks over if something's going down or i'm you know i know if i'm coming like things can happen if i put myself i'm pretty sure if i take the train to the last stop in brooklyn and i got on all sorts of jewelry and clothes on Knowing that you know I'm in an area that can potentially things can happen, I still have to be. You can't. You, you know what I'm saying. So there's a motive behind you. Why are you going to the? the why are you going to knowing the what? After knowing party? what? Why you are know. you going on the tour bus? Yeah. Why are you doing that? What yeah. is your motive to keep hanging out for what? What do you? Yeah. What is your intentions? But so like we're saying I'm, the same thing. Like we like I, like we definitely agree. So I want yeah. the evidence, but yeah. I'm just saying prior to the evidence, you should not be putting yourself in the line of yeah. fire. Period. Yeah, I, I think that's more of like. Your responsibility on yourself. If you don't want to put yourself in a bad position, you definitely should not, and you definitely should. But I also just, I also am always reluctant to be like, oh, it's that girl's fault that that happened to her. Yeah, no, we're not. Yeah, we're not. And like, that's my main thing. Like, even though you can put yourself in the worst situation, the other person still makes a choice. Hold on, 
Yeah, but go ahead, on, fam. See, go see, ahead. That's the problem. Like, I let you guys have that so you guys can devolve into just a man's way of thinking about the situation. Because at the same time you guys are saying it, that's the general thought. So a lot of times when these girls go and report these things, that's what men think. Oh, okay, well, she shouldn't put herself in that situation. And then that's why you have these situations that, like, go and we go on. People don't report anything because they feel like when they do scared, go report, yeah. when they do report, they get sweeped under the rug because it's a general mind to the men. Well, why were you in that situation? Why were you at that party? Donna, why were you at that club? Donna Karen just but came why? out and said but something. Why? Like that, yeah. her, her having fun doesn't mean she should have been molested or raped. Like, I, I, I don't no, think that to coincide with each other. Yeah. No, I mean, that's not yeah. what I'm saying. You fun, have to know fun who and you're. Rape are two different things, guys. Just because I want to go on the tour bus and drink doesn't mean I have to go to the tour bus and get raped. Like, that's, okay, that doesn't and, make sense. and if I go hiking in the woods to have fun, I'm still in an area, or if I'm if I'm near after or dark, in the ocean, because I, I went like hiking. That, yeah. I went hiking one time, and I mean, why can't but see? Why can't we flip the conversation back on men? Why are we okay with living in a society of men that feel they have the right to rape women if they put themselves That's in quote the situation? Like morally, that just makes us an evil group of men. Yeah. I, I, I think about the situation like this. So if I was in Compton and I decided I wanted to wear red and walk or all colors, around Compton. Yeah, blue, yeah specific red, color whatever. and I wanted to walk Yellow, around Compton. Does, yeah. I'm putting myself in a bad situation. Yes. Because I could walk through a crip neighborhood and they're going to see me in this red and they may shoot me. Yeah. But... At the same time, they're responsible for the idea that they saw somebody in blue and they shot that person. No, and that's what and Ty is they saying. Go, yeah. So, like, all, like we're all agreeing it, that, like, yeah, like we're all I'm, agreeing that we know that the per- like whoever did the the illegal yeah. act that they are more or less in the wrong. I just think we, about it like yeah. I'm responsible for because I'm dead and I have to deal with the idea that I decided to wear red in the crip neighborhood. But also, yeah. you go to jail because you decided to shoot, shoot somebody. somebody. And I, I don't and don't that is your say, fault. Yeah, also, and I don't want to say I don't want to say the word more or less, but I want to say that that yeah. Yeah, like the person who did who did the illegal act is 80 percent 90 95 98 point whatever percent in the wrong however we're also saying that whoever put themselves also that we that it's just like you know not to go near fire like you know not to go you know not to put your 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 hand on a bur- on a hot stove like you so, know so not yeah, to so do see, this yeah. so uh so about what you're essentially saying is that men can't be trusted around women not, not at all. To tell you the truth, I almost want to say that. No, I almost want to agree with you. I almost want to agree with you. If you tell it, if you tell a child not to hop in the suitcase, because you're gonna get attacked by the wild animals. Yeah. Well, you, we also tell children so, don't talk to strangers. So but basically, mean, you're saying the average man, the average man is nothing more than a wild animal. And the problem is women aren't safe around it. You did. No, well we can also agree. we can also flip the narrative. No, no, and say, no, no, that's it. That's the uh, let that's me, the, uh I know fulfillment of your argument. You no, that's not what the film of argument. What we're saying is is that you are being told like I say for example with kids, you tell them don't talk to strangers. That doesn't mean all adults all, are, yeah. are 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 molesters or are you know Rapist, ch- child, yeah. you know, they're not gonna it's just you are put you don't wanna put yourself in these in this situation, you tell you look both yes, ways across the street. Are, mean all people are going to hit all, you when you drive when you cross the road. But you need you you can't true, be, but if, you true, but to, if the general opinion on this is that those guys are wrong, yes, but also those women shouldn't put themselves in social situations because most of these situations where women are reporting this misconduct, you're talking about the the the, the party bus. These are social parties. People are drinking, having fun. Yeah. They were invited to the party. 
they didn't know being invited to the party meant they were being invited to a race. No, I you talk about I, on a college I just put campus. My, yeah. You talk hold on. You, you talk about on a college campus, what these girls are supposed to stay in and not have fun because men like to rape women. No, like the, we, your we, general we, point is saying these guys are wrong for raping the women, but women should know that men that's that like it's, you know what I'm saying? What yeah. I'm saying is like she went more to an intimate place. Like don't go back to the hotel room. And this is don't three, to, four o'clock, don't, five o'clock in the morning. Don't like, go to someone's house. You can go to the club. You can go to the to the concert, but now you're you're putting yourself in a more confined area. You you still have to have some type of responsibility ownership. ownership. Yes. Yeah. Don't don't put yourself like if I see a uh, if I see a, a fight going up off the block. I'm walking up the block and a bunch of kids are fighting. You think I'm going to keep walking in that direction? If I feel if I feel I like know. being a hero, if I feel like being a hero and stopping it, but if I don't feel like being the hero, guess what? I'm going to walk across the street and mind my business. If I go over there and I'm like, oh, what are you guys doing? Boom! I get punched in my face. Yeah, and it's the same thing about getting robbed. Like if you go I mean, down, as 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 Tyro was saying, is that like you go into a, 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 an area that may not be the the best area, and you have gold chains on. Like that's the saying. Oh, like the person can't walk freely, but yeah, no, he can. But you know that these this is re- like this is reality. Like we know what the Certain situations so all, may outcome. So what you're telling is, so what you're saying is, all women should accept from this day forward that they should never put themselves in social situations with men. We're not saying that because I said you can go to the you club. Can't, what you're I saying said, is they can't, they can't get drunk around men and pass out on the couch. They don't have that. Right. Not, I would, I don't, your not, homeboy, not, I don't trust your homeboy. I don't trust your niggas. Homeboy I'm sorry. has the right to get drunk and pass out on the couch. No one's raping him. I yeah, mean, they may. They, you never know. You don't know what. They, you don't they know what can happen. Your face. Yeah. They do things. There's, there's a level of, yes, I would say immaturity, but you still have to be mature enough to men know. Men can rape men. And that's something that, that goes on. That, that's definitely I, something that goes on. I, I think you have to look at this spoken in about. a certain like amount of realism, correct? So, like, if I had a daughter, what I would say to her is that, look, if some guy touches you, I'm going to fuck that guy up. Cause <laughs> Damn I, right. I, you know, like, on I, I believe you. You know what I'm saying? But also, if you don't want that to happen to you, don't put yourself in the situation because that's the reality that we yeah. live in where drunk don't, frat guys are going like, to be douchebags. Like, hold on. So, if like, one of your daughters, right, they're in college, they go to a college party, got too drunk, they're having a good time, pass out and get raped. Your advice to her is going to be, oh, he was wrong. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Then how do no, you so see what, the, No, do what you we're saying. No, 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 no. What I'm saying. What I'm saying. In your logic. No, what I'm saying is this that. Try as hard as you can not to put yourself in that situation, but if that happens to you, I don't believe that you're wrong. I believe that that guy is wrong for raping you because he we're made yeah. the decision to do that. You didn't make a decision to get raped. That's not the decision you made. You didn't yeah. make the decision that you wanted to get drunk and you wanted to you pass have a good out. Time. And people do that all the time. Yes. I've done that. Yes. So you are not wrong in doing any of that. But what I'm saying is that peop- there are predators out here and there, there are you dangerous go. predators that are like that. Yes. So if you want to avoid that, just don't put yourself in the situation. I don't want to get shot therefore i don't go in gang infested neighborhoods it's like, and yeah, it's colors. the same thing as in like oh mother nature you have a gazelle in africa and then it's like all right well don't go don't roam around like there are predators and it's and it's sorry it's, it's sad to say but this is real life and let's not like put ourselves in harm's a way tale, a fairy yeah, tale yeah like it's not there fairy tale there's yeah. predators on the planet yeah. whether there's animals or within humans you are everybody's being attacked hunted somebody's trying to steal your job 
somebody you don't you, you know and those some, predators are there at three four o'clock in the morning on a fucking tour bus i'm sorry but that's yeah, what it's, it's what it is it's, that's where the predators are it's more like i don't want i don't think i don't want something bad to happen yes. to these women yes and it's not that i believe that they're wrong for what happened to them i just don't want the thing to happen in the first at place. all and it's sad that we live in a society right now where they cannot go out to a, a social situation and have fun in that social situation and not have bad things happen to them. It sucks. It's wrong. And we have to we have to talk to these young kids and tell them not to do that and convince them that this is the wrong thing to do. But this is a society that we Same live in thing, right yeah. now and you have to protect yourself. I don't want to I, I want to clarify that we're saying social situations. I understand the tour bus can be a social situation, but these all these type of rape situations allegations are more in a more confined Tour tight bus. environment hotel room somebody's dorm room it's not in a bar it's not at a club it's not in the actual social environment because that those environments are more quiet kept is not that many people there these are not situations where it's mainly social it's a little small group activity or whatever the case may be and if i were to ask a hundred girls a hundred girls i would say if you are going to a tour bus on a tour bus after i'm not saying that rape is going to happen but what do you think that the the intentions are yeah just answer the question not to say whether it's that should it be right or wrong what do you think the intentions are i am not going to put myself in situations where i know like i don't stay at the club to the end because most of the time something a fight's gonna happen pops off yes we all know i do not want to be in the line of the pop-off i'm out last last call oh everybody's good Farrell, yeah, we were at, we were in college. Like same thing always happened. There was a fight that happened. The platforms um, fight, all this stuff. Every you know, we're not time. going to go here when these certain people go to this party because we know what's going to happen. Ludacris was on a. Lud- I went to a concert with Ludacris. This motherfucker f- f- said his last word. Dropped the mic and went straight, ran straight to his tour bus. Why? Because he's know he's going to be ambushed for pictures. People are going to do things. People could take paparazzi could take pictures of him. Like he's avoiding the situation. You know what that I mean? He knows and it because could he's in a high high place in his career, he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't need to say, "I'm going to hang out and take pictures with all my fans and stuff like that." Beyonce, for example. Uh, a friend of mine was doing a shoot with her. He never even got to see her. They put up borders so she can walk through the whole place. It was just her and the photographer. Mm. What is she doing? Stopping press, stopping media from coming up, stopping. She's preventing the situation. She's not just throwing herself in. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to see us, these yeah. these celebrities at after parties who are going to get allegations. Oh, Beyonce was hanging out with this person. They do not put themselves in the line of fire. Because they know what could happen. And then just talking about putting um, themselves in the line of fire, uh, Bob Corker, uh, of course, just changing to our Trump train wreck uh, segment, um, Bob Corker and um, Farrell, have you heard about what was going on with him and the, the him stating basically that Trump uh, or Trumpito uh, or uh, Trump Von Trump um, is actually putting or could put us on the, the brink of World War Three? Have you heard about that? Yeah, yeah. Since I article in the group about it. Yeah, just, uh, did he's you basically read that? one of the first Republicans to really stand up to Trump. Yeah. But the good thing is a lot of other Republicans are like, yeah, Bob has a point. Bob has a point. So we're starting to see the. I mean, like I said last week, Republican infighting is an all-time high. Yeah. This is just another level of it. I think he has like twenty-four percent um, approval rating, um, Trumpito, right now. 
I think he's like almost, and it just keeps slipping. Uh, so do you don't do you believe that if it keeps going low, like I would say, if if his approval rating is continue to drop, that he may be impeached by the Republicans because he's not doing a good job, uh, and he is basically you know almost has us on the brink of World War Three. Oh my God! Here you come with the liberal wet dream. I just want to know. I just want to. Just because <laughs> one senator said a couple of harsh words. Now you win. I can't. <laughs> and as a Republican, it's a Republican senator too. So I'm like, oh, they're coming out the woodwork against this motherfucker. And did you hear that? Um, who? What's his name? Um, not Kelly. Um, shoot, what was the other? What's the uh, name off? Of, we were just talking about him. I think Tillerson? last podcast. Not Tillerson. Um, who are you talking about? Graham. Lindsey Graham came out. I think it was like a week or so ago and said that um, he may have to, you know, if, if he doesn't or he doesn't like the way or the direction that the Republican Party is going in, that he's going to have to change his mind. But apparently now he's golfing, uh, you know, he's golfing or out golfing, w- w- you know, with Trump. But he kind of was, you know, another one to speak out, um, you know, against Trump. So and just to get S. Dot's um, thought process on this, did you read any more about this Bob Corker situation now that Trump is trying to like also fight with him, uh, you know, because he came out against him, so to speak? I mean, the funniest thing I heard was when Corker called it like a daycare service. And yes. he thought that Kelly T- um, Tillerson and Mattis were the ones who were, you know, keeping us away from World War Or chaos, he said. Yeah, okay, yeah chaos. Yeah. I, um... Well, I do like... I, I like the fact that he is going up against Trump. I... I think that there's something less noble in it in the fact that he is also retiring. Like, he had to retire before he did this. And what did Trump say against him? Saying, like, oh, because like, that's why you're not running for, like, that's why you're not running um, for office again. Yeah, he was like, he begged me for my endorsement. And then when I didn't give it to him, he decided not to run. But then Corker said it was the opposite. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, like, when you have 39% approval rating, nobody's really begging you for their endorsement. Yeah, not and at all. if you look at the situation in Alabama, I mean, obviously, your endorsement doesn't hold that much because you endorsed strange, strange and, yeah. and he more one yeah so like you know like it's not really that big of a deal i just think that to me honestly i i think it has more to do um it's more important in the tax reform debate mm. than it is in anything else because um corker came out and said that if tax reform added one dime to the national deficit, he's not going to vote for it. <laughs> and of course, we already know that it's um, for uh, the rich, uh, the one percent, trillions of dollars to the deficit. They have no idea that how to pay for this. Yeah. So um, I feel like if Trump was more conciliatory and more kind of on the you know bring everybody into the party type of thing, he mm. probably could have got away with this. But he's not. But yeah. he, you know, he's adding so many enemies to his list that he needs to pass legislation. Yeah. That. I, I think that this is a big strategic error on his part. And so do we also think that the Pence NFL thing was also a strategic fail <laughs> in regards to what happened? Pharaoh, did you hear about what happened this past weekend uh, where Pence was uh, – was he at the Colts game? Yeah. Sure. And then, but he, apparently he, he uh, tweeted – He walked out of the game during a protest. During, right? Exactly, during, during the, the protest. But apparently he put up a picture – um, of him at the Colts game that was two or three years old. 
<laughs> I, I just I just heard that. I just heard about that. The, the story of the NFL game is kind of funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> and and mind uh, you, he cost the taxpayers about two hundred thousand yeah. dollars for him to take that private ass jet just to go there. Let's 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 go there. Well, Geo peers. Yeah, it's, it's, it was all a political stunt. So he's in like California, and wasting he, our money. Yeah, he's he's going to another event in like Los Angeles, but before that. He takes a quick pit stop in Indianapolis to go to this because he can game. do that because he just can he's just flying his jet this yeah. private jet wherever the fuck he wants to so on like, our dime yeah so he goes into so there's media with him so there's media with him oh. and he goes he he gets ready to go into the Colts game and the media's like okay cool like we're gonna go with you yeah and his handler's like don't worry about it he's gonna be he's gonna leave in a few minutes so they stay behind oh shit so, I didn't hear that part yeah so like the the his handlers were like, don't worry about it. Just stay in the cars. He's coming back soon. Oh. So he goes to his cult game. They kneel. He leaves. He's like, oh, I did this because, you know, I was they so melt. appalled. Yeah. So he says all this, and this is the narrative, until Trump, like, five minutes later goes, yeah, I told him to leave. So, like, you, like uh. they couldn't even get away with the idea that this wasn't a political stunt. Yeah. Because Trump said it was a He's, political he, stunt. Yeah, I told him to leave. He was like, look, if they kneel, like, you're going to leave. They knew they were going to leave. There yeah. was the 49ers where this started. Exactly. Somebody was going to kneel. Yeah. So, they already knew they were going to leave. So, like, if you look at this, really, what it was they was like. They suck at their own propaganda. Like, they tried to stage the propaganda to show their stance on it. Yes. And then failed by telling us it was completely staged. Exactly. So, you know, like, in, in the end of the day, it was like a couple hundred thousand dollars that we paid. That we just paid for his ass to make that pit stop. Uh, for a damn political stunt. Yeah, for the political stunt. Do we, nobody believes. Do we think that this Rex Tillerson thing is a political stunt? Because right at this point in time, we you got to think that it can be and it cannot be. Like, but apparently, it seems like he, you know, Tillerson really called him a fucking moron. I think he did, and he definitely called. So, and the reason why he called um, him a moron, I'm not sure if our listeners may have heard, but it's because of uh, Trump's uh, speech that he made uh, for the Boy Scouts of America when he's decided to politicize that shit and make it about his campaign. And of course, uh, Rex Tillerson is an Eagle Scout, mind you. <laughs> he's an Eagle Scout. Well, well, part of it too did is you guys. I didn't. Hold on, weren't we when we younger? Didn't we do like? Wasn't Dan? I was a. Uh, weren't you a, like going for the Boy Scouts or something? I shit? was like one level below, like an Eagle Scout. I was like oh, a Star okay. Scout or something. Look at you. So did did you feel personally attacked? I did. I felt. <laughs> personally attacked. This Trump is attacking the institution uh, that I love. You are one level away from an Eagle Scout for I, life. Once you're an Eagle Scout, I heard you are one for life. I was part of the Scouts, and I was just personally <laughs> offended by the way he degraded the Scouts. Pharaoh, were the, you were you at one one step away from an Eagle Scout? <laughs> I don't even know why you brought that. I'm the Boy Scout. Really? Really? I mean, all those other allegations of their sexual harassment, but we'll talk. Oh, that's, that's a whole nother. That's for a whole nother story. So apparently, Tillerson is staying in his position. Uh, he's not. He came out, said that. Uh, Trumpito was a smart guy. Well, the Tillerson story I think is funny, um, just because even like so, there's like another layer to that. So okay. after the whole um, Eagle Scout thing, so so basically what the CIA does is when you become president, 
you bring the CIA brings you into this war room that they have like at the center of the Pentagon, like 16,000 feet underground. And they give you briefings about all the different threats that are going on in America. So they gave Tillerson Trump this briefing. And after Trump left, Tillerson was sitting around with a bunch of different cabinet members and stuff like that. And okay. that's when he called him a fucking moron Damn. after he saw his performance in this meeting. Damn. Um, so it was like partially because of that and partially because of, uh, of that. I, I, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a piece of propaganda because Tillerson was like CEO of Exxon Mobil. Yeah. And if you, if you understand the power Exxon Mobil has, they're like a they're like a government unto themselves. Oh shit! He's not used to taking orders from somebody, and he He's did not, say that too. He was like, "I don't do this petty shit type yeah. of thing." But I don't know if that was just like a he was smoke the CEO, Like he would say, you, you know, he, he'll talk down to world governments. Oh yeah. Like, look, like I cut off your oil supply. Keep talking shit. <laughs> so like, <laughs> get froggy, motherfucker. Get froggy. Yeah, like this little bankrupt. You know, like Trump. Like Trump's been bankrupt sixteen times. Like you're gonna talk shit to me? Yeah. Like you know, like like so like. I I I could definitely see him saying that yeah. in that he's not used to anybody talking to him he that did way. Did say that, yeah, yeah. Kings, queens, magistrates do not talk to Tillerson that way. Damn. He's the CEO of fucking Exxon Mobil. Yeah. So like, yeah, like I I could definitely see. I don't know if it's a piece of propaganda. I could definitely see him saying something like that. And then um, also um, with Tillerson, Trump basically is almost. Re- uh, I would say holding him back from actually, you know, uh, I would say some diplomacy uh, between um, us and North Korea. Uh, what was that tweet that he put out uh, with Tillerson saying there's no reason, basically basically saying um, not to even, you know, talk to Rocket Man, so yeah. to speak, because there's no reason for it, you know, uh, urging him not to... Uh, talk you know diplomacy to him and trying to talk him down and so that we're not going to war sort of thing yeah um tillerson was able to set up some communication um he was like in china and he was able to set up communication between him and north korea and he was setting up this communication and then trump comes out and was like don't waste your time we'll do what we need to do like, and that like, was also in that cryptic shit where he was like, this is the calm before the storm. But I don't know if uh, Trump hasn't seen, but we're in this. Well, of course, we're in Trump's storm right now, so, and he's never going to see it. Well, the storm yeah. is like 30,000 Americans dying yes. within 30 minutes of him declaring war on North Korea. Like, Boom. Like 30 minutes. Like that, that, that's what that is. Yeah. So like I, when, you, when you do stuff like this, so... Tillerson is the top diplomat, and he needs to be able to speak for the United States government. That's yeah. his job. Yeah. So when he starts speaking, and all of a sudden the Trump administration undercuts him. By tweeting. Yeah, by tweeting, he has no power anymore. He yeah. can't be the top diplomat. And the problem with the North Korea situation is that all you have is a diplomatic situation. If yeah. you try to invade Korea, I mean, we've always talked about this, but it's not gonna happen. the amount of people who die is ridiculous. Yeah. You know? It's so, like, it's, it's one of those things where, like, why are you cutting the balls off of your top diplomat. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then just talking about more train wreck Trump just taking more L's. But Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico right now has been three weeks without any power, without any aid. The Jones Act just expired this week and they're not going... So right now they have not extended it. Uh, And and apparently lawmakers and which is so interesting um, Lindsey... Was it Lindsey Graham? Is another... uh, No. uh, John McCain. After his... uh, After his 
his um, surgery, uh, he I, I want to say he kind of snapped back into like reality type of thing because he actually also put legislation forth that we should um, we we should uh, negate. Puerto Rico from the Jones Act so that we can hurry up and get them aid. Nothing has been happening. Apparently FEMA has been there uh, just to these like rural towns just to have them apply for federal aid. But no aid has been sent there as of yet. And this is an American a U.S. territory. And, you know, and I also was hearing um, that and just to kind of put it into perspective where in regards to like Puerto Rico and like Florida and so forth is that you can I was uh, listening to another podcast and they were saying that you can drive uh, I would say uh, aid to Florida you could like you could drive aid to uh, to Texas and and to um, Louisiana but you know, in regards to getting to Puerto Rico, it's just that much harder. However, he's failed at even trying to get anything um, to Puerto Rico, which he should have been there weeks ago. He should have been there the day or two or three days after the damn storm happened because we knew the storm was coming like three, four, three weeks to a month before it even hit. We, we knew this was happening. So why was this not set? But, of course, we know that Trump is, is a racist. But he's incompetent. And it, that too. It would it'd be hard for a competent leader mm. to do good. Like, if you look at what happened in Haiti with Obama, I mean, like, some of the stuff that happened there where, like, thousands of people died. Like, you know, like, yeah. it was hard for a competent leader to do this. Mm. Um, Trump's incompetent. That's so, true. like, the amount of people, like, I think when all is said and done, it's going to be a Katrina like catastrophe. I oh, think yeah. Thousands of people. And he was like, dead. oh, you guys only had um, you, uh, only, what, six people passed or something at that time, nine people, but now it's up to 39 people. And, and they were saying in regards to Katrina, and in regards to Katrina, too. Not all, like, 1,800 people or however many people in regards to Katrina died that day, like, at that particular time. The, this is over time. I bet you they were, they're still counting in regards to Katrina, if not just, just finished uh, in regards to how many fatalities that they were for Katrina. And this same thing is going to happen for Puerto Rico. So for Trump to go ahead and say, oh, you know, it's not as, it's not as bad as Katrina and then trying to downplay it and then saying that, um, that Puerto Rico uh, is messing up um, um, the, uh, you know, our, uh, the United States GDP or whatever the case is. Uh, but and of course, uh, somehow that they owe um, like billions of dollars um, in regards like they're in debt. But not to mention that Trump was the uh, a contributor to that debt because apparently he was building uh, his golf course uh, there. And apparently it went bankrupt and he didn't pay the taxes or pay anything back in regards to Puerto Rico. So he fails to mention that, but wants to, you know, mention everybody else. Yeah. I mean, Farrah, how are you feeling about this? How are you feeling about this whole situation? Farrah, you there? I think we keep losing him every now and again. We may, he may be there. <laughs> He may be. I mean, uh, uh, this, 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 mind. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, so we were just talking about the, um, the, the Puerto Rico and, and, and so forth right now that the death toll is up to 39, and how Trump, you know, before it was like, oh, yeah, only nine people died, but now it's up to 39. And not to mention back in Katrina, how things uh, and how fatalities, for the most part, they were, they, you know, they were still counting fatalities probably years, two, three years afterwards. Yeah, well, because people don't fear about the aftermath. People, you find them the rebels, all the uh, response time, and then Puerto Rico's an island. 
So you're talking about places of power. There are people who can't report where they need help. Yeah. So as we clean things up, we're going to death those naturally going to rise. Yeah. And fair, or is it fair or S that you guys were saying that um, the morgues were reporting yeah, I, something? I, um, it was during a podcast, but they were talking about it was either on NPR or it was on um, the Washington Post. But they were talking about how like a lot of morgues and a lot of hospitals are saying that the government is underreporting how many casualties there actually are because the casualties that they are seeing are way more than the the death count that they are reporting and you know this country has not this country this territory and i i i, I have to make that clear because they are u.s citizens and yes. we always have to remember that yeah um but this this territory 80 percent of it is without power so like it's there could be so many more deaths and we could just not know about it because they can't communicate with us. Yeah. So when this guy is running around and he's throwing out paper towels and telling everybody we're doing a good job, well, you're not doing a good job until they have power. Yeah. Like and that's fuel uh, and things of that nature. Food, water. They don't even have water. Like, yeah. The basic necessities that a human would need, they do not have. I'm, and they're three weeks into it. Yeah. And nothing has happened. I like, mean, some of this is like, some of this is like, you don't die in the hurricane. You just die because afterwards, afterwards you have no supplies, you have no water, you have no electricity, you have no food. Yes. You know, like, it's, it's the aftermath. Like, Puerto Pharaoh, Rico's infrastructure has been hit extremely hard, and they don't have the hospitals to take care of those who are on dialysis, who, you know, who have cancer right now. They don't have, and these are people who, you know, and they don't have, uh, they don't have anything right now powers out hospitals they probably have what like one or two hospitals that may be functioning you know right now uh, at, at some capacity over 25 percent or something like that yeah, right basic medicine you don't have yeah you know like and that's that's being generous that's true yeah, yeah. that is being extremely generous fuck basic medicine you don't have basic food <laughs> that like too. basic food is yeah. a problem you yeah. know so like like i feel like the death toll is going to be horrific after they start really taking oh, yeah. tally and yeah once you know, they start going through everything and actually going like roads that were that may still be um i would say uh you know blocked by trees and debris yeah. uh you know once they're starting to clear all of those other smaller roads out they're going to start to get to people and they're going to start to see shit some of these ngos when they really start getting and then they start really taking the tally because i don't trust the trump government to yeah, really give you either. a real count but by some no of these means. ngos they're going to get it in there and it's going to be because they said they were doing a good job like two or so days after after the fact or three days or a week and they weren't even there like trump didn't get there until like five days after the fact and this is like the real this is the real consequence of nominating somebody like trump you know like i i feel like a lot of times we're like oh like each party is equal and you know it doesn't matter who's in office but the president has real responsibilities to real people's lives yes and all people yeah all and, american people and when you don't have somebody who's competent like I, I i wrote once and i was talking about it i'm like the president's job is to administrate like as much as it is to legislate and be the leader of the country it is to administer to the people of the united states everybody 
political uh, not just rich white men. yeah you know puerto rico is a a territory that has to be administered and you have to administer government to them yeah so when there's a hurricane you have to administer aid you have to administer fema you have to administer food Everything. and he is not a competent administrator Mm-mm. so these people don't get these things and then you have thousands of deaths and it's like this is the real consequence where people have died yeah and, it, and it's so sad and, and i feel so sorry for these people and apparently they're saying like fema said that um they're not the ones to distribute the food apparently they just bring the supplies there and it's up to the mayor to distribute um the supplies to everybody I mean, somehow i didn't i didn't know that i thought fema and you know the red cross and all of them did every you know all of these government agencies like went in there and so forth and and did what they needed to do but, but it's like this problem where like so yeah they actually are right so yeah. fema's main job is to kind of come there and support the state government so they just bring the the supplies well in. they just show up and yeah. like the state tells you what to do so I got like you. fema's here what do you need us to do the state tells fema what to do yeah but the problem is like puerto rico is a broken state and we don't allow it to foster because we keep them as a territory and we keep mm. all these regulations on them okay so it's hard for them to do that in general Damn. and then a place like puerto rico after they've been hit with two hurricanes it's hard for them to do that you need competent administrators to you know um you know preside over over the situation and we yeah. don't have that now. and we actually definitely don't have competent administrators in regards to our um our environmental agency because apparently they just ended that obama era uh coal act that he um you know he had set in place for like you know from like 2025 or something like that that uh like 25 percent of like the you know country's emissions or the world's uh, world's emissions would have been reduced or whatever the case is uh in regards to to tax subsidies and things of that nature, they're ending that particular program. The clean coal program? Clean, yes, thank you. Clean coal program. I mean, I, you know, if, if I'm going to go, and uh, Farrell will probably laugh at me about this, but Uh-oh. if I'm going all the way to the liberal side, there's yeah. no such thing as clean coal. Yeah, there's uh, no such That is true. That is another thing. Let's actually make that correct. Like that there was, is no such thing as clean coal. Coal is dirty like a motherfucker. You can't clean that shit. You can't scrub it. Exactly. You can't put tide on it. Some like, liberals have been starting to say this, and I'm like, are you serious? But, so what was that? But the act in regards, I think it was more or less the tax subsidies that, um, that Obama was, wanted to... It's like clean like, or yeah. cold, but it's not clean. It's yeah. still like there's still tons of emissions. Like so, I'm sure. Did that have like renewable energy in it, like windmills and solar power? Was that in Was that in that act also? Well, the head of the 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 EPA is trying to get rid of the tax subsidies yeah. for um you know renewable energy, but I don't think he can do that without Congress. Oh, okay. Um, and people are suing him left and right. I know um, the ACLU and things of that nature. Everybody's suing him. So. These things are. I, I wonder if these if these particular. Um, but that battle's over. Yeah. And then, and um, Pharaoh, you can probably speak to this, but that battle's over. Where like you know we have we are developing the battery technology to the point where like coal is it's too expensive. It can't compete with wind. It can't mm. compete with solar. Yeah. So you know like you can take yeah, away all the. Yeah, like we're over the hurdle. Yeah. So like there's like when every new technology there's like an infrastructure hurdle. Yeah. Where the really reason why it's so expensive is because everything's new. There's no infrastructure for it. Mm. But right now when it comes to making solar panels and making these wind turbines and all that and moving it and storing the stuff, there's a full infrastructure for that now. So now there's an infrastructure established for it and you just have new people coming into the business. So now the it hit over the peak. So now it's cheaper than coal because it was always gonna be cheaper than coal. 
sun in winter is cheaper than pulling stuff out the ground. That's true. Yeah, because you don't have, but then you have those uh, lobbyists from like the coal miners and so forth that are like, we still need our coal somehow, shape or way. Keep keep this. This they don't archaic. need the coal there. They yeah. they want the jobs. They want to have jobs. But did you see that episode of South Park? Uh, <laughs> white people renovating houses. No, I, I feel didn't like see everyone that. needs to watch that because <laughs> I think that might have been the perfect example of what's going on. With coal, like you didn't go to college, you had to take whatever jobs are available. Sure, fifty years ago when you didn't go to college, we had all kinds of well-paying, low-skilled jobs. But guess what? Our civilization advanced. We don't have that many well-paid, low-skilled jobs anymore. Yeah. Like so now you just have to take yeah. some new stuff or go get educated. Yeah, you can't you get 50, you can't get fifteen dollars working at McDonald's. Yeah, like I, it's one of those things where like. Um, I know Pharaohs are gonna love this, but where where liberals were weak, like they couldn't explain to these coal miners that it was over. Yeah, it's it, it, it's over. Like it's <laughs> you like wind technology, solar technology. Get into that. All of this nuclear technology is yeah. all cheaper than going down into the earth and digging up rocks and burning it for fuel. Mm. It's over. Yeah. So like even if they took away all the subsidies. In like a couple of years, it's over. It's so much cheaper to put a stake in the ground, yeah. get some wind energy, and have it sit there. Do you think that like Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. since that is kind of the, the Rust Belt and those areas, Pittsburgh, do you think that they can... Um, All those places are actually investing in, 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 in wind and solar. Yeah. Because they, they, they get more of it than these other places. So it's up like, to the people to, at this point in time to, to push themselves. Texas is a leader. Texas gets more renewable energy than California and New York. What? Texas. Oh, shit. Texas and I think it's like Kentucky or Tennessee. Like yeah. these places. Like the, so like the problem is with these people is like they're, they're trying to convince them of something that's not going to happen. It's over for them. Conservative states are doing better than this than liberal states are. Yeah. At that point, it's over for coal. Yeah. Like when, you know, when Texas is renewable energy, like. What? And, just, and just talking about states, I feel so bad. Hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. Yeah. You know, one of the yeah. funniest things that came out of me working at like a solar company. Yeah. Is that the place where solar will work the best is the South. And it's the place that's the most resistant to solar. With the South alone, you talk about giving these people jobs. Their solar capacity alone will power the whole United States. Oh wow! It's not a. It, 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 you talk about miseducation. These big shot guys who want to like control industry and keep new industries from coming up. They are the ones losing these people's jobs because as their old industry that's slowly dying and they're trying to hold on to it and getting those guys hype and turning them away from what's new. They're literally making these guys. They're doing these guys a service because they're turning people who should be smart towards new a new upcoming thing away from it telling them oh you're gonna lose your job it's new be afraid of it when they should be it's new you should be excited about it mm. texas yeah arizona all new mexico places, nevada yeah. or desert if they wanted to be solar they would but, have yeah. the most solar capacity way more than new york way more way yeah, more than california that, yeah if you oh, think about it you yeah. know like so like if they wanted jobs solar is your Wind, wind in the desert is ridiculous. So, like, if you look at this, like, they would have way more jobs if they embraced the future than they did stick to yeah, the past. So, yeah. like, Fair was right in that these people are costing them jobs way more than they're helping them. It's the miseducation of the public. Damn. Um. So yeah, it's just like one of those things where you know, like, these people are kind of moving against this stuff, and it's because they're mis- being misinformed and they don't, and they don't know. 
You see, but it's, the, the, it's the, over. The, for yeah, it. the same. Yeah, the same. The same rich white uh, white men are telling the poor white men that you know what they should be doing, and they're going to listen to it. You know, um, and then also, but as I was saying, in regards to like the states that we we're talking about, poor California is being ravaged by um, by these forest fires. Like I was watching the news yesterday, uh, primarily the Rachel Maddow show, and they were showing like pictures of like what the fire has done. Like these forest fires have swept like towns and and um areas that you know were were inhabited by of course you know you know there was towns there were cities there was every and then these forest fires are just sweeping through california right now uh and just tearing and messing everything up right now and they're talking about um and this is north of um san francisco um that Apparently, they had to evacuate a hospital uh, because the the fires the fire uh, just the, the I believe the wind just pushed the fire, um, you know, in regards to it just sweeping through, uh, and people just got out there. I want to say just in time, but that that also is crazy. So just to, just to, in regards to like the world and how like Mother Earth right now is like doing some shit i don't know what's going on pharaoh you can probably tell us but mother earth is like fuck you humans right now and we're about to just everything i have no idea but the shit that's happening right now earthquakes um hurricanes uh fires like it it it's almost seems like it's unprecedented that we've never seen before and and pharaoh i mean you can I mean, probably yeah about like this. people only talk about her mother earth when she's fucking them up mm. they used to praise her all the time Make sure they took care of her. Earth Day. I don't even hear of Earth Day no more. But now all people do is take, 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 take. He has nothing left to give but her vengeance. So, I mean, we'll see exactly what's going on, what's going on there. But also kind of just moving back to, like, the political spectrum of things. And what I've actually uh, saw... you know, on the news again, uh, Rachel Maddow, which is really interesting. She's so informative. (laughs) Um, Social media... Facebook, Google, these massive mega giants right now that are that they're the if they said it was if it was a population of a country, it would be the largest country on this planet. Those um, every user that's that's on Facebook and apparently Facebook, as we mentioned a couple podcasts ago, they were telling us no 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 we uh, we did not um influence or you know nothing happened in regards to, uh, you know on the facebook platform in regards to the 2016 election nothing happened nothing happened nothing happened then september comes and they're like something did happen russia did Ru- russia was using um you know buying ads um you know in regards uh, you know uh, buying ads uh, for trump and for sanders and so forth but primarily for trump um you know, in regards to in regards to uh, the 2016 election, and it just it's just of course it, it astounded me how massive this was, and I wanted to bring this up because we did speak about it in our in one of our other podcasts, and um, you know we were just saying yeah Hillary did fuck up like we we always agree yes Hillary Hillary did fuck up, but every time you hear something new that comes out in regards to what actually she was fighting against. So just to, just to let you know, okay, so there, um, 
there have been, um, or I would say other media outlets, the Daily Beast, um, Politico, CNN, actually went, like, they had their reporters do some very, very, uh, you know, extensive um, reporting. And going into Twitter, going into Facebook, but, like, Facebook group by Facebook group, Twitter group, uh, you know, Twitter um, username by Twitter username. And they found, they just picked out six groups that um, that they found that um, were created by um, by Russians. So I remember um, Estai, you were saying about the um, Af- I think the Africans or something like that that um, the Russians made the, the that the Russians um, no, paid or saying, something like that. I was just saying that they um, so there's a report on the Daily Beast about um, social media influencers. They got these African American social media influencers who were on you know Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and stuff like that criticizing and they playing. took them down. Yeah, they were they were saying stuff like you know like oh like fuck Hillary Clinton she's, she's over here yeah she you know this is a white supremacist you know you shouldn't vote for her vote for Jill Stein vote for this other person so like they were they were their their basic the the Kremlin's basic idea was to destabilize our democracy mm, and, and they, they wanted to exacerbate every division that they saw possible and so like this thing is getting and the problem with this is like i feel like it should be like a bipartisan thing right it shouldn't even be like a trump thing it should be like a everybody it should be like america versus russia thing yes but like in the situation where one person does not want to acknowledge it then it becomes political and that's a problem because that's what they want they want Mm. us to be political they want to be republican versus democrat not america versus russia there you go so it, it, it you know it ends up weakening our democracy when we should be coming together this is like one situation where I truly believe we should be coming together and focusing on a common adversary, and we're not. And so, but also just to kind of um, add, so to kind of add back to that, so um, journalists uh, from you know political from CNN, from the Daily Beast, the Daily Beast, um, when uh, found, I would say just like six groups that they found were Russian uh, was Russian propaganda. So um, groups called Blacktivist, United Muslims of America, uh, Being Patriotic, Heart of Texas, Secured Borders, and LGBT United. Right. So these are all groups that really seemed legit granted certain posts you were like this you know that that they came up with had misspellings didn't have sentences formed correctly things of that nature but these particular six groups right may have you know they put out content out of these six groups the their content was shared about 340 million times six groups and so Facebook said that they've taken down about 400, 470 accounts. But there is about five, 600, possibly 700 plus accounts. So you're saying that 600, I mean that six accounts, their content has been shared more than 340 million times. So what, like, so basically what I'm getting at is that Hillary had her dumb shit that she went against, but she also had like, the backing of Russia on, and all on, of that I stuff. On, yeah, go ahead. On, DJ Bell, I would also like to show that the same statistics show that most people only share those stories because of headlines and never actually. It's clickbait. Stories. Yeah, it's what they call clickbait. Something that I'm just more or less learning about in this uh, SEO market and shit like that is like this clickbait is really you serious. Are- you are clickbait, huh? <laughs> and like, it is really serious. Like, they'll say one thing, and then it's like the like you know. I've gotten in full blown arguments on social media over clickbait, where I've called like certain liberal, um, 
liberal publications fake news because of it and people have gotten mad at me but like i i think that i think that as a broader story and i think that this is the problem with america at this point where we're so partisan that we only focus a bit like what happened to hillary what happened to trump facebook has created something that's equivalent to like the telephone to like the enter you know they they created a platform where everybody is on there and everybody is accepting the everybody and at this point what they have to do is now they are responsible for what is going on on that you mm. know and it's like you can't keep making money off of services like the Kremlin who are paying you to do advertising. Yeah. You have to know what that is. And I know it's fun to like, you know, automate everything and just have this automated cash flow yeah. where you just make money off of people doing things. But like, you have to be responsible for that. When you create something that encompasses billions of people, yes. you're responsible for what goes on that. You are the administrator of that system. Yeah. And you have to understand what's going on on it. So, like, right now, they don't want to be responsible for that. They're like, look, we are providing platforms for everybody who has a voice and liberals and yeah, conservatives. You know, they're mad because each other are saying their viewpoints. Well, yeah. no. What we're mad about is that you're an American company and you're letting the Kremlin dictate our elections our elections and the and the main thing also i just want to add on to add on to your point is that i i believe that facebook may have i believe that facebook just opened it up and said oh you know this would be fine and this and this will and nothing will happen and i believe that we're in this day and age now that we are now seeing that that facebook is extremely vulnerable and if they are not if they're not going to police it like they need to police it it is extremely vulnerable and i feel as though they kept denying these things because they didn't want to say all right well let's take a real look at it and when they do take a look at it they're going to tell they're going to basically open their books up to everybody and say oh shit like we're really vulnerable like I we're like swiss cheese right now i think it's that like People like to amass power, and then when you're responsible for that power, they like yes. to say that they don't have they it. They didn't ha exactly. So, like, you know, like, if you look at, like, a Google. Like, it's not my fault. Yeah, it's not our fault. Like, yeah, yeah. we just, we have this up, and this is a free service and whatever, but not free because people are paying for these ads, and these ads are influencing people. But they just don't want to be, like, yeah, like you said, like, it's not our fault. But, like, if you look at Google, Google controls what, like, 80% of the traffic? You're responsible for what people are searching for and what yeah. people are. You 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 control you have a that responsibility system. for that. Like I I always say and I always get pushed. I back. disagree. I disagree. Why I do disagree. you say that? I don't think Google has a responsibility for people being disgusting. I, I think Google does have a responsibility for making sure the sourcing is adequate. I don't think Facebook has a responsibility for controlling what people post. But that sourcing but hasn't been adequate. That sourcing has they they uh, have Photoshop they have Photoshop pictures of Hillary um uh, uh Hillary Clinton shaking uh, Osama bin Laden's hand like they have fo these they photos have, they have Photoshop pictures of that all across the internet. Yeah. What I'm saying is what happened in this election cycle was the internet was tools of the internet were finally used for some meticulous purpose. But these pictures and things had always been out. Hillary Clinton shaking that guy's hand. I seen that picture years ago. Osama bin Laden's hand that photoshopped the picture out for years. Yeah, no, that's Someone true. decided to collect it and then put it onto a fancy ad and share it on Facebook and people take it back. Yeah. No, the like problem is not the it, the problem is not the platform. It's your people are dumb. It's your education system. We are blaming the symptom but not focusing on the disease. 
And I mean, I agree with you too, because I want to say that, I, I mean, now more than ever, like even from a year ago, I wasn't this informed, but also I would say because of this podcast, you know, I want to make sure to keep up with, uh, you know, relevant content, but even also just with the, the climate is the reason also why I'm now more ever like more so looking for, uh, is this actual real content? Is this, is this fake news? You know, is this alternative facts? You know, is, is this something that, uh, that uh, is a reputable, um, site or, you know, or is it not a reputable site? You know, it's something for me that I'm, you know, I want to say that I'm doing, and I want to say that other people are also doing. However, we still have those, those ignorant people though, you know, that continue to whatever they see on fucking Facebook, they just repost, not even see, like trying to read the document, not even trying to read the headlines or, or even actually know what they're doing is just reading the headlines but they're not going in and, and diving deeper and not trying to read into it i think that i think that it's one little situation and we were talking about this before with the whole situation with harvey weinstein where you have to understand the reality of the situation the reality of the world around you so while it would be nice if you were facebook and you create this environment where everybody could talk and everybody could be open in reality people are going to use your platform for political purposes for negatives, governments are yeah. going to use your platform to destabilize other governments yeah and you have to understand that as facebook you can't be this platform that you know encompasses billions of people and then be like oh i don't know what happens on it i don't know <laughs> but they just pay me turn a blind you know whatever you can't be google and be like oh i don't know who's buying the adwords i don't know like you you have to understand that you are an american company you are in america and you are profiting off of america so what you have to do is you have to you can't you're not supposed to even control what everybody does but you have to at least be cognizant of it and Take some responsibility yeah, like, and these Google for what ads, you're doing, and these Google ads are able to um, filter like swastika. They're able to filter, uh, you know, uh, yeah, some of the racist, ad words yeah, and stuff like, like some of the, like for for you know a lot of the swastikas, a lot of the um, anti-Semitic but see, uh, words. To me, that will be that's what will be why I would chastise Google. Like why is swastika? Like you're a able to, like you're able to, like for Google, yeah, for Facebook, yeah. social club, yeah. Like why are you providing social clubs for people who are into swastikas? Swastikas mm. only for one thing, Nazis. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think there is some moral compass there to not offer people who are racist a platform to hang out. I feel you. Well, I think we need to get our Facebook for that. Like, stop offering racist people a platform to hang out. Well, because all done because of algorithm. They look for the most searched for terms and they create that as a searchable thing that you can advertise off of. They're not taking responsibility for their own platform. Yeah. So like I just think that, you know, like you have to be responsible for the good and the bad. You create this platform where everybody can connect, that's fine, but yeah. you also have to take responsibility for that. People are targeting racists and they're putting ads on there, and you also have to be responsible for that. Yeah. Um so it's And also people should be responsible at what they're sharing and not just to share anything because of a headline they may see and yeah. just say, Oh, let me just share this because this is and also do your research you know but uh we're gonna go into a quick break we're gonna actually get into our reasonably woke segment right after this uh we have a song um by the artist blake called made this is uh, such an awesome erica badu rendition oh erica badu here to check it out we'll be right back
going on, y'all? We are back to get up. Again, we have uh, S.Dot here in the studio, and we have Farrell on the phone. We're going to hurry up and just get into our next Reasonably Woke segment here. Uh, and what's been going on this week uh, is, you know, in regards to, like, the protests, NFL protests, of course, we've seen how those have died down. Also, in regards to them being more politicized now for those players uh, basically stating or Owens saying that they're against um, – or Trump basically saying that they're against the American flag, and, and uh, but you know that's not what they're, and, and that's basically the message may have gotten jumbled because it went from Colin Kaepernick kneeling for police brutality and you know uh, and of course for black black Americans to be treated the same and equal and not be killed in the street, but now it's politicized to an NFL and respecting the American flag and shit, and dumb shit like that. So. Um, also, Jamil Hill uh, was uh, was suspended today because she uh, spoke against um, the comments that Jerry Jones just actually had. Jerry Jones is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, and um, I know Estad had a little bit of a you know a, a question uh, you know for this, and we're gonna actually have Pharaoh um, give some of his answers because he actually does has to go. So um, so we're gonna actually try, just get into this really quickly. Um, Estad, I'm gonna kick it over to you in regards to what Jerry Jones said. Let's see, like if we can state what he said and then kind of go um go into the all right so um yeah we're gonna have pharaoh answer this question first and then we're gonna dive into it but my main question was so basically jerry jones said over the weekend that any player that kneels will not be allowed to play and i think that a lot of times african-americans go to the slave narrative this is the slave master talking to the slaves telling them what they can and can't do but i wonder for me at least, does this say more about the African-Americans, the, the slaves, or the slave master, That's what the, the Jerry Jones? So I would just throw this to Pharaoh. Um, what do you think this says more about? Does it say more about the players, or does it say more about the owners and how people respond to this issue? And previous, and previous so slave here's, here's Here's my honest opinion. Because you remember how you originally said that the Defense Department Paid the NFL for those for those displays. Yeah. So technically, that's a contract that your employer signed with another company. So if your employer says you have to stand for this thing that they brought a contract from another company for, then you fucking have to stand, <laughs> or you have to quit and do another job because that's not about a protest. That's just compliance with your workspace. Does that make sense? Like, that's my honest opinion on the situation. So what do you think Only about... Only because, like, if the Defense Department didn't pay for this, then it's not that. But if I work for a company and we, we start a new client, and this client says, if I represent their company, I have to wear a purple shirt. Well, if I want to keep my job, I'm going to wear that purple shirt. I can't protest over, I wish, you know, I don't I want wish to wear they that color. This. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I wish they said this. I wish they said this is the reason why you have to. Instead of trying to make it this uh, this political gain for Donald Trump or whatever the case is, I, I'm but just you know, wondering. It wasn't always political. At one point, it was just one guy. Yeah. Now it's a national thing that they're losing views over. But at the end of the day, the defense department and the message the has been blurred. Gives the NFL money for these displays. Yeah. So if they tell the players they have to stand and salute for this. That's not uh, your right issue. That has nothing to do with your right. That has everything to do with compliance with your job. 
And I wish that, and I wish they said that because I feel like as long as you give us the the you know that you know hundred percent fact of what what it is that you're saying or what what it is that they mean by this then i think people would be like all right well this is the reason why they have to do it but they're doing it you know because people thought and i thought i actually i actually was a fool for this too because i thought the dallas cowboys did kneel because i actually put that shit up on 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 ig that was that's on our that's on our um on our um ig the the get ups ig so but he kneeled. Bef- uh, they kneeled before the flag, and then they stood up. And then, while the national anthem was given, they stood up and they, you know, either linked arms or some dumb shit like that, or whatever the case is. But propaganda. The NFL can do it right. Exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, I was like, damn. Like, I really thought that they all like kneeled for the, including him. But that yeah. wasn't it. It was that you know. And now, of course, this is the narrative. But. Just to add on to what Estot was saying, uh, Terry Crews actually gave an interview on Hot 97, which I loved. And he basically, he, it, w- the gist of what he was saying is that you have to be okay with knowing that the NFL is exploiting black people. And, 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 reg- and why, why I say this, because I know that Estot doesn't agree. I know that, um, that Farrell does not agree. But this is the exploitation well, they are gaining, they are gaining millions of dollars. They they do make money, but I feel as though it is still they still have a context of slave mentality in this particular game. And the reason why I say that yeah, is but because what of I'm trying to say, see, what Jerry Jones is saying. The said. mentality yeah. of slavery, the mentality of slavery for them didn't start yesterday. It started. It's back always when been there. Yeah, and someone painted the picture as this is the only way they could get famous. And then again, painted them a picture that they had to defend this institution. Like, I, I, it's not their it's their fault. But and this used also, to be it's not their fault. And you this know used what? to like, be the games also, it's not that their fault they played in the because slaves. our black athletes used to stand up for these things. That's true. That is true. But just before you uh, you say it, Esther, is that just like um um piggyback off of what Pharaoh was saying is is that these were games that like even in Django in that scene where they had the two bucks the two black big black guys fight against each other right this is exactly for in my in my mind especially what Terry Crews was saying that this is exactly what it is that uh, the because the NFL is 70 percent black right 70 mm-hmm. percent black players and you're having the same black players go ahead and injure themselves and do what the fuck they want to do and um hurt themselves and, and what you're going to do is just replace them with another buck you know that's exactly what it is replacing with like, these they're just cattle the same thing that happened on espn when they had the um the the the, the trade and um and it almost seemed like they was like on the slave block who's like oh we have this guy he has he's big he has a nice smile we're gonna uh, three thousand three thousand four thousand four thousand and you had all white guys in the crowd and of course it the, this was just espn just trying to be funny but you had all white guys and you are you were auctioning up black players like the same the same shit yeah i mean the reason why i don't think the reason why i don't like the slave narrative for this because they're being paid is it was not even like that it takes a certain responsibility away from people like des bryant Mm. so if you have somebody like des bryant des bryant signed a contract for 70 million dollars in 2015 Jerry Jones comes on TV and says, look, if you do not stand for the national anthem, you do not play. Well, Des 
Brian is independently wealthy. If he doesn't want to stand, he doesn't have to. He's making a specific choice to stand for the national. But it's anthem. not guaranteed. You know, it's the NFL, the NFL is the only contracts that are not guaranteed. But what I'm saying is, he's not poor. So, like, would you look at slaves? So, when slaves decided to buck their master, so if Jerry Jones was the master of slaves, and Des Bryant decided not to pay, they would be subject of brutal violence, lynching, yeah. whipping. Right? What Des Bryant is the subject of is not being able to go to the south of France ten times a year to go but party. But their lynching and their beating is is more now what the play what what um what fans are, are doing to them, what Donald Trump is doing to them, like uh personally like chastising them and saying the that same. that they that they should that they should be they should be um Ultimately, that they should be happy to where at, at where they're at right now. That that's Hold exactly on. what that's what I think. Look how much energy we're giving this topic. I know. Look how much energy. Because I'm saying fuck the NFL. That's what I'm this. saying. But, like, this is dumb. This yeah. is a dumb topic. It means nothing. Their protest means nothing. Because Terry Crews no was saying that shit form, doesn't matter. Hold on, but listen to me. In no way, shape, or form do those guys taking any or not taking any change anything. That's true. I think it would right now if Des Bryant, if Dak Prescott, if Ezekiel Elliott decided to take players, a knee, yes, and yes. they tra- and they and the Cowboys had to take them off the field. Even the white and players, that team yes. had to lose game yes. after game after game yes. for this ridiculous. Because um, um, you're thing not replacing Des Bryant, you're not replacing Dak not Prescott, replacing, and I feel like they have that responsibility. So when you start to talk about them as slaves, it takes that responsibility away. Like they are going to be lynched because they decide not to take action. But they're, they're lynching. Not. They're lynching. No, is they're a not lynching. Symbolic they're, it's lynching. a symbolic. Yeah. yeah, symbolic. But really, it's Des Bryant being able to sit around in his mansion and not get paid. Mm. Fine, but you still have millions of dollars. It doesn't cost him that much. So when you look at somebody like these Black Lives Matter protests. Who are really outside and really taking a stand for the culture? Mm. It costs them. It does not cost Ezekiel Elliott that much. He will get another job. But, like, you know what I'm saying? So, when these people don't stand up, what they really tell us is what their values are. Their values are that they want to get paid and they're going to do whatever their master tells them. That's why I said fuck. That's why I said fuck not fuck trying to boycott the NFL. Just like Terry Crews was saying, these, like, the, the games, like sports, are symbolic gestures. And we need to be out, we need to get out of that mind. Mindset of these symbolic gestures, these symbolic like when the statues are coming down because of the fucking um, because of uh, like Fort General Lee and shit like that. Those are all symbolic things. There's yeah, exactly it doesn't change a thing. They people don't have jobs. The key thing about these symbolism, they Mm. don't change a thing. Fuck the NFL. That's why players are in. You're still gonna watch. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. Like. I feel like I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I have to go. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We were trying to keep Pharaoh here for as long as possible, but he does got to go. So, yeah. peace out, brother. Stay safe, and we'll, we'll link up. Good brothers. I'll see you next week. All right. Well, what? Hold on. What's your gold? What's your gold? Uh, your gold <laughs> thought before you leave? Your gold star. Your point. gold star. Your gold My star gold point. Star? Yes. Before why, you leave. Why waste your time protesting and protesting if you're not going to vote? Boom. What's the point of complaining if you're not going to actually the thing that actually brings about? Game. There you Golden go. Top. There you go. Awesome. All right, Farrell, stay up, brother. We'll we'll we'll, we'll 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 hear you soon. All right, so we're gonna keep going. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what Terry Crews was saying. Get out of the symbolic gesture because these, and even uh, just to kind of go through what um, Terry Crews was saying, and if anybody is listening, or not if anybody, when people are listening to this, 
make sure you check out the Hot 97 um, interview with Terry Crews because I felt like that was so profound what he was saying. Uh, and he was saying that he was in uh, South Africa. He was in France. He, you know, he was overseas, and he wanted to just check out the NFL football games, right? And he was like, I can't get the scores because it doesn't matter. Like, over there, it does not matter. That's not an issue that needs to – in regards to them kneeling and shit like that, that's actually, that's actually changing anything. He was like, you still don't have money. Like, people still don't have jobs. Like, these symbolic gestures, once the, when people lose a game – like, I know, of course, sometimes I feel it. Like, when the Giants lose a game, I'm like, damn, man. But it's like these motherfuckers are still gaining money. Like, what are you upset about? Like, people are, like, actually getting into fights over these symbolic gestures. Fuck the NFL. Like literally, fuck the NFL. Like, oh well, these motherfuckers. And that's how kind of how I started feeling afterwards. If these players aren't going to actually make a real stand about this, well, fuck this. Like, I don't care about this shit. Like, as long as you're out, like actually doing stuff, as Pharaoh was saying, as long as you're voting, as you know, if you're mentoring black youth or even not even black youth, all youth. If you're mentoring any youth, that's that's doing more for people than saying, oh, let me boycott the NFL and all that other dumb shit because these are just symbolic gestures that mean absolutely nothing at the end of the day yeah i I, well i just look i get what y'all saying it doesn't mean something but it shows you that people are want to participate Mm -hmm. in something yeah it might not be this might not be the best thing to be doing boycotting might not be the best way to do it kneeling might not be the best way to do it but remember like a year ago he was doing this and we're still talking about it now more people are kneeling so even though it might not be the right direction, it's a start. And I and True. just for me, I'm one person who just says start because the yeah. more you wait and you don't do anything, nothing ever will get happened. Nothing ever will get done, even yeah. in like your career. Like it, I always say a quote that I put up, it's the start that stops most people. You know what I mean? So just it might not be the right direction. Yes, I agree. People definitely need to vote. People actually need to be at the Board of Education with their educational systems. You know, but I I will say that more people, there's more knowledge about that stuff. I wasn't aware of like, oh, you know what? Maybe I could go to the town and vote and go to these type of things. Yeah. I didn't know that type of stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? So if, and, and then I also have friends that I talk to now that I went to high school with that we all went to high school yeah. with that haven't, you know, know about certain things but haven't really been privileged enough not to really understand and feel comfortable enough to talk to me about it so this stuff is making awareness it is it is uh bringing things to the top to the surface obviously people are seeing obviously the killings and the police stuff and we knew about that as a culture way before it was exposed a long time ago way way before it was exposed to social media but it's the fact that it's you know we as humans don't evolve very quickly. You know what I mean? We technology wise we do and other things, but social issues and like maturity stuff it takes us a long time. Um, and I feel like we, we, we wind up getting at a standstill point because obviously history repeats itself. Yeah. But I do feel like it's a start and we need to start somewhere, whether it's mm. the wrong start or it's a, it's a start. As long as we start, like if we, we gonna can be, progress. It's from like there. your first podcast. It's, you mm-hmm. know, you yeah. listen to it, you started, it may yeah. not be the best, but Hey, you learn from you, that. You're moving forward. You know what I mean? And you're going to, even right now, what we're in episode th- 13, 13 or something. Yeah, right, something like by, that. Yeah. After maybe the 25, you're like, you know what? We're going to do this and we're going to do that, but you got to start. So yeah. it may not be the right bite start, but you got to start. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that this is useless, but I think it's one of those things where 
it's like one of those situations that kind of brings out the true colors of everybody around you. So, oh, yeah. like, you know, like all your boys are around you. I've definitely seen that. Sh- I've definitely seen that. Yeah, like all your boys are around you, like, yeah, you know, if you got jumped, I'll be with you. And yeah. then, like, you get jumped, and all of a sudden, they're like on the sideline, like, oh, yo, but like, I ain't going to get punched you? in my face. <laughs> like, a lot of these, a lot of these NFL players are being exposed who, yeah. for who they really were. Yeah. So, like, they would have been like, oh, yeah, I'm down. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah I'm down with yeah. it. And then, like, Jerry Jones, like, okay, you need to stand, nigga. Yeah. And he's like, oh, uh, uh, I don't want to lose my contract so i'm gonna stand yeah like when i was talking about when i asked that question what does it say more about the slave owner or the slave you know the slave mentality it says more about the slave showing a lot of these players who have that slave mentality mentality. yeah that no matter how much money i make whatever master tells me to do i'm going to do because i I am a slave to Mm -hmm. what they are providing me yeah i want to be on that predate um, I want to be on that plantation because that plantation is safe. Yeah. And if I really had my freedom, I wouldn't know what mm. the fuck to do with mm. that. It gets me and almost. That's what Terry Crews was saying. Yeah. Like yeah, I. That's a very. That's what like, he was. I saying? have more respect for Colin Kaepernick at this moment yeah. because so many people who would have took a stance. And so many people would have said shit. they would have rode him with him, right? Yeah. If he jumped on MTV and was like, "Who would have rode with me for you know Black Lives Matter for you know Ferguson?" Everybody yeah. would have stood up. Yeah. Then when he started to ride, all of a sudden everybody's like, and "Oh." Oh, wait, no. Hard. oh no wait what i can't yeah. play yeah oh no i i'm with we jerry jones right now well, i mean it's the same that, and i see why you know what steve was talking about with the hanging and the lynching is like if one slave tried to run away they beat everybody yes you know what i mean and that's what they're doing so i think this what is a symbolic is, is that thing it's a yeah it's it is a symbolic thing where it's like okay we're gonna put kaepernick on on the cross basically yeah. you know and what show I mean? you if you and step out of line this is this what's, is gonna, what's happen. gonna happen but like to to go to your uh, yeah statement, dots yeah statement that people it does it does uh, truly expose people but it shows you that this is why problems aren't being uh, addressed addressed or mm-hmm. fixed correctly because yeah. people aren't unifying and uh, you know with technology and everything it is dividing everyone up mm. little by little by little by little and you thinking that you're actually gaining some type of power but you're 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 losing power because you are a, a slave to whatever thing that you are branching off from like mm, yeah. not for nothing most of my podcasts right um everybody's predominantly black black yeah that's like if somebody noticed or was like hey you know it's why he's like you know um I want to. Uh, I know you have a lot about African Americans, that's your uh, <laughs> stuff, but uh, really would um like you know this Harlem. It's you know gentrifying. We want to get some white people, whatever, whatever the case may be. And they're like, well, we're going to pay you more and pay you this. But let's just say I feel like my podcast was generated for more African American yeah. base. If I break code by an offering. Of for money a, for a yeah. greater cause, yeah. then yeah, I'm the weaker link. Mm-hmm. I'm the person who's going to go shoot Malcolm X and go do yep. the things because I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna uh, you know kill the 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 uh, own uh, the king of this African tribe because this guy's gonna put me in power and everybody's gonna be free of me because you don't have a backbone on or know what to stand to or know that things take time. People want results too fast. Like we live in a world where shit is moving too fast, so. You know, people boycotted for a whole year or more, like a little bit over a year to see a result. A year you had to be walking. That means different temperatures, all of that. You had to stick in it. But 
Our generation doesn't know that's what, what the, yeah, the bus boycott. Is. They they stuck in that and they and the, internship. Yeah. what? Yeah. I'll do like, this. What? Our yeah. generation don't know that. We just want results. We want things to so, happen. And that's why uh, I give it up to Jam- to um, Jamil Hill. Uh, yeah. Jamil Hill is that she stuck to her. She stuck to it, even though ESPN was saying, you know what? Uh, you know, if you if you say something again, you're going to be suspended or whatever, right? And after Jerry Jones made that statement, she was like, she, you know, she said she said what she had to say. Yes, it is a little controversial because it's. Been Basically saying that ESPN is riding with the moneymaker and they're not going to ride with the people that they employ. So basically that they don't respect their employees. However, they, you know, they gave her a primetime spot. She's a, she's at a 6 p.m. slot, you know, that, you know, they, they have done right by her. But then once, 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 once uh, big master comes and says, you know what, you know, you better, you better, you better uh, calm down your slave. Then that's when they're saying, all right, well, now you got to go. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I think that, and I, I think that this all that was the same ties. shit. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry to uh, interrupt yeah. you. That was the same shit that was in that that was in that movie, um, uh, The Help. When uh, and I'm not sure if you guys saw that, but that was when um, one of the the, the white mothers had uh, an older um, uh, the, one of the uh, older um, helpmaids there, and because one of her friends said, "Oh, you can't let her talk to me like this," she was like, "All right, well, you got to get out." But she's been she's been with you for years. She's raised your kids you know mm-hmm. but of course once that slave master comes that bigger person and says you better calm down your slaves so that's why i say this has implications of slave mind like sl- slave mindset okay. slave mentality things of that nature i i I'll, I'll go back to the reason why i i i don't like the slave um narrative because yeah no i feel and, and no it's just it. because like i think jamel hill yeah and and um and des bryant are yeah. a perfect example of this so Jamel Hill, she decided she wanted to take a stand, yeah. right? And all she is, she's really just a pundit on ESPN. She has a lot to lose from this. But she takes a stand, she gets suspended, and she, she, she stands up for her, 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 her race. Her, and her coworker, her, her coworker stood out, too, until in, in, in regards to solidarity. Yeah. yeah, and stood with her. Yeah, That's Bryant. Is not going to get lynched. He's not going to get whipped. No, nope. nothing is going to happen to him if no. he doesn't play. Yeah. If he doesn't play, do you know what happened to him? Somebody else will pick him up and say, "Yo, go stand and kneel. Mm. Go kneel, but catch some balls for us because <laughs> we need somebody to catch the you fucking better catch, ball." You better catch. So that for him, it's just like there's no there's no consequence for you. What you are not kneeling for is the fact that you want money. Yeah. It says way more about you than it says about Jerry Jones. So until you step up, that's true. That yeah, is so true. Like, I, yeah, so, like, I think that when that's you true. say the same narrative, yeah. like, so somebody, like, um, what was that whole, the, the whole Which movie? One? Um, uh, what was it? Birth of a Nation? Birth of a Nation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was the Nat Turner? Nat Turner, yeah. So, when Nat Turner stood up against white supremacy, yeah. there was a real consequence. Yes. He was going to get whipped, he was going to get lynched. No, he was going to die. He was going to die. He was going to die. For standing up against white <laughs> yeah. supremacy. Do you know what happens die. to, to um, Des Bryant when he stands up against white supremacy? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. He's a millionaire because he's living in his fucking mansion. But unfortunately, like Kaepernick, because Kaepernick isn't Kaepernick apparently didn't hold his weight in regards to his skill and ability, so to speak. But that's what I'm saying. Like when you when they start to uh, put these players, and when you start hearing how big they are, how tall they are, what they can do, you're you're not like when when you hear them start talking about players as like machines. What they can do, how big, like in the draft specifically, whenever you hear of any draft, but when you specifically when you hear of the NFL draft, how big they are, how, how fast they can run, this, that, and the third. And then, when, and then when they get injured, 
they're just disposable. And that's what Terry Crews was saying. He was like, most players will have an issue after they're done because they're like, the NFL, that's all I know. That's all I know. But that's why Terry Crews was saying, because Terry Crews was in the NFL for seven years, he said. I think, he, I forgot what teams he was on. And then he went overseas, he came back, but he said he really liked to, he, he, um, he actually went to school for um, art history. But he said nobody was paying for art history, so I'm getting a free scholarship to play football. But the shit that he did, like concussions and all that stuff, like, you know? I, well, think, you, I think you just pay for the lifestyle. So I'll, I'll just say this, and then I, I, I'll let you guys run. I, I, I think that you signed up for that job. So you decide yeah. that you want to make millions of dollars, yeah. but you're going to play football. So yeah. you're gonna, they're going to they're gonna tap your thigh and see if you got that thigh muscle. Yeah. They're going to see how tall you are. <laughs> they're going to see, they're going to weigh you as a piece of meat because you are, you are deciding to be employed as a tool to run the ball. That's true. Um, so like that's the job you sign up for, and then you we you know you have the consequences of that. But I think that it also gains you a responsibility. You can't get mad that they are you know you know measuring your thigh if they're going to pay you millions of dollars to do this. Mm-hmm. If you want to get measured for your brain, go be a lawyer, go be an investment banker. Yeah, do those things. Yeah. So like you decide to be in this job, and that's fine. You made that decision. But also like people like Dak Prescott, people like Ezekiel Elliott are making a decision to stay on the field when they master tells them to stay on the that's field. true and they have to be responsible for that and they can't take the 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 responsibility of somebody like nat turner who was going to die for his stand against yep. white supremacy yeah you decided not to stand against white supremacy and that's fine you decided to you know play football but if you did stand against it all you would have had against you was another job in minnesota literally that's yeah. that that that's the consequence that you had yeah <laughs> i agree um with the i guess the narrative between uh, don't compare the the Slaves, slave yeah. to, but it is um, like Colin, Colin Kaepernick is almost like dead yeah. in the NFL world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like not saying dead, but like like uh, you know just casted casted out of this. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. And yeah, then, no, he and is. Then, and just then because on, you said it, yeah. And then on Steve's note, like yes, yeah, some of these NFL players, you know. Um, you have this million dollar home, but sometimes these things aren't really fully still paid for. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. by the time you have these, it's not guaranteed. Their contracts are not guaranteed. And uh, you know, um, these, these this lifestyle. If you don't have something, or if this is your only type of you know, uh, in, in source of income, and you're not, and and not to say that everyone's supposed to, because most Americans don't even have that much knowledge on different sources of income. Therefore, that's why everyone has a job. Yeah. yeah. Because not, if we were, we'd be all entrepreneurs and all having five different sources of revenue coming in. But when when they when if they do get uh, blackballed or you know. Um, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, yeah, if they do get that exactly type of blackball situation, it's like now every now everything is you know against you. Now you're trying to get a job if you don't know how to invest or what to invest and yeah. things like that. And I'm not saying that that's the NFL's fault, but you know we all have to make certain decisions. And you wouldn't think that standing up for something should ultimately result in your you know yeah, your standing skill up, set, yeah standing you know? up for your people. I'm and still then able being to do. I mean, I'm still able to do everything that you hired me to do. For the physical part that I was being judged at, but you didn't, you didn't, you didn't get at me for my morals or like my religion. If I don't want to go to the, the fucking thing and eat pork with the whole team because I'm Muslim, it's yeah. like you're gonna get mad at me for that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like I I agree that they still may have something, but it's like damn, like 
come on. Yeah, and the meme, and the there was a meme that I actually sent in our in our group, and actually probably I'm going to put it on our um, IG. Is basically there's no right way to protest. Like in slavery, you were you, you know if you decide to protest, you were killed. You know they were like get up, and uh, uh, you know during of course the Black Power movement in the '60s and so forth. That uh, when when um when those activists decided to sit down in uh, a whites only uh, restaurant, they were they were beaten and, and damn near almost like beaten to death right that's not a right way to protest so there's no right way to protest if there is a if there if there's a rich white man above you saying that you need to get up and do something i mean martin luther king died yeah because he protested because he protested like i I think and i i think that's like that false narrative that white people gave black people like Mm. oh like there was an article in the new york times i was like oh these people could protest better because like if you look at martin luther king he you know (laughs) he marched and people like we can't march you can't do shit 70 percent disapproval rating yes. among americans on the watch on washington <laughs> so when you see the i have a dream speech <laughs> acknowledge that the majority of americans yep. thought that was a bad and wrong mm, idea mm. but when i look at this now that's why i can't hold these people in the same light because i feel like they don't face the same consequences they don't no so like yeah, if you don't. decided to do a sit-in you're going to get attacked by dogs you're going to have white people beating on you and, and you could die <laughs> you could lose Prescott, your life but i feel like that's prescott and you protest what do you what happens but i feel like for sports wise you know like obviously we have muhammad ali and there's other people who have done some type of uh protest protest but we don't usually see it from these type of people so it's actually branching the the protest uh uh movement is branching into areas that it never was really like uh, done before be. So it is like This is a big thing In this type of world Where you know The sports players And everybody's under contract And blah 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 blah. Where Martin Luther King He was a free person To do whatever And not have any Not have any um, Slave owner Or person that he worked for Under his back Trying so he to tell was, him yeah Yeah so you this Well is his slave actually, owner Was like, not his slave owner But his, the people who thought They owned him Was the government So yeah. exactly Well what I'm saying the gov- You know yeah. what, I'm saying that In that regards That you gotta remember that most people in those situations where they have some boss or somebody yep. telling something will not say anything. So that's why you you know I give Kyle Kaepernick all the props. I give him and Jamel Hill the props. Yeah, we're I sitting mean, here talking about it right now. Yeah, yeah. I think that I and and in my opinion, like I don't want to take. I'm not taking any. I I actually respect Kyle Kaepernick way more now. Now than yeah. that I see how everybody else reacted yes. when it happened to him. Yep. Because yep. like Kaep- Colin Kaepernick was the first one to come out with this, yeah, and you know he he's facing the consequences yeah. of it, and I have way more respect for him now because I saw that he probably thought everybody would ride with him after they came down on him, and then nobody rode with him. Nobody, they jumped on the field, and then and it wasn't well, until it wasn't <laughs> until Donald Trump decided to uh, to to um, uh, make other white slave masters, uh, uh, I would say, upset that yeah. everybody else was like, let me let, let me uh, let me kneel for my slave master, yeah. but the the message is being is being blurred is being skewed that's yep. the, right now right now what they're kneeling for is not for what Colin Kaepernick was kneeling for what they're kneeling for is against Donald Trump and that's what we said do not mistake the flag for Donald Trump 
don't mistake it for this orange um, motherfucker. Like fuck him. Yeah, like, like do do it for 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 uh, you know the reason what it is what, why people or why Colin Kaepernick first started um, kneeling for was police brutality. Like that motherfucker in South Carolina or whoever that cop was actually in, in St. Louis. Shit that we're not talking about. There's protests still going on right now in St. Louis because of that cop that got off that that killed that guy that basically said, "Oh, I'm going to shoot that motherfucker. I'm going to kill that motherfucker." On on his police on his um, dashboard his police ca- um, camera and he got and he got and he got let off. I mean I feel like Farrow would love this, but I feel I like liberals are so bad at keeping the message. Oh yeah, like why we blur the why, shit out of this? Show, why bro. let conservatives steal the message to like? And they have they, like because they it's they, about the flag now. Yeah, they switched the question. Or are they or are they not disrespecting the flag? Yes. That was the it wasn't initial the question. initial issue. The initial issue was was <laughs> or were not police abusing black people. Yes, that was the question. Yes, stop answering their question. Crazy. Answer the real question. Yeah. So like yeah, it's just like we are so we always like anytime they're like they they put up an issue, we always just like shift the issue to what they are talking about. And we yep. really need to kind of maintain these issues. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So uh, we're gonna actually go ahead and cut it there. Of course, that was a lot of content that we had, a lot of talking, a lot of discussion, and of course we're gonna have. This next week and the weeks after and the weeks to come. So again, this is the Get a Podcast. We have S dot. Do you have a a gold what a gold what is it a gold a gold point, star a gold point. star point? As Farrell <laughs> said, this, this this is what we're we're gonna keep this going. So do you have a gold star point for for this week's podcast? Um. So recently in Texas, a a college student shot a. Security guard, or um, was security a police, guard, was a, or the police officer. It was a police guard. I, I don't know. It was a security guard, police, yeah. whatever. Um, Gun control. Yeah, and so he shoots this guy, and they arrest him, and they put him away. And I'm always wondering, where are the Blue Lives Matter people right then? Mm. Um, I, I think that like a lot of hypocrite, bitch ass motherfuckers. Yeah, we we let this slide under the radar, NRA, bitch ass. And like as liberals, we need to kind of bring this up. Like, okay, cool. Like this guy shot this person. Yeah, you know, this is a white person. This is a white college. Yeah, student. where are the Blue Lives Matter? Yeah, where's Blue Lives, blue lives Matter? Where's right the gun now? control? NRA. Where's gun control? Where you did know, he get like, this gun from? I think a lot of times we have to, and there was an interview with um, Ta-Nehisi Coates, and he was talking about this, and he was like... On what? Kinda, Sorry, I didn't... I so there was that. an interview with Ta-Nehisi Coates, and he's talking about a statement. It's on um, the Atlantic's podcast. Gotcha. Okay. So like he had made a statement before where he was like, a lot of times we frame issues as African-American issues when they really should be national issues. National issues. And yeah. he's kind of changed his mind on that. But I think this is a place where it definitely should be a national issue, where gun violence affects Everybody. Everybody. This was a white police officer. Uh, he, was a, he was a white working class person. Yes. In who general, was killed by a who was white killed man. by a gun for no reason other than this person probably shouldn't have had a gun in the first place. A white man actually who shot a gun. Yeah, it was a white man. Yeah. But like, let's this, get that straight. But what I'm saying is, I'm <laughs> and saying it was a is, white man who killed all those Las Vegas uh, people. Too. I'm saying this shouldn't be racialized. That's because true. Because white I people die <laughs> from gun violence just as, as much as black, as black people. people. Yeah. And, but, it's always when they say, "Oh, what about when black people kill black people and all this other stuff?" It's like you just, you diminish it. It's like people are being killed at the same rate like at this I point mean, that's time. a different topic but, yeah but that's but, true, that, yeah. but the idea of that is that basically people kill people within their own race yes. they're always surrounded by their own race by so, their own race so 80 percent of white people don't know other black people that's why they kill other, other white, people. white people same thing with black people and but, spanish know, people yeah and spanish everybody people yeah. and french people, asian people and everything south asian people yeah you know whatever um but like it's just one of these things where i feel like these issues are bigger than we we, we always try to focus them on racial issues racial really, issues yeah like when steve bannon said like you guys can talk about racism i'm gonna talk about economic populism mm. the reason is because 
because he's taking the race out of it and he's yeah. so focusing on an issue that everybody is affected by. Gotcha. Gun violence is something that everybody is affected by. Mm-hmm. So like I, I I I while it is a racial issue, I think it'd be a better idea for us to kind of take it out and just show it how it affects everybody. Yeah. And you know, all these people are dying. Ty, what's your gold star point for this week? We'll go ahead and just and, and bring and bring in the CEO right now. Take CEO. responsibility for the things you do. Mm. Boom. Boom. That's it. <laughs> and I'm just gonna go off of what Terry Cruz was saying and make sure, of course, you um watch that interview. It's actually on Hot Ninety Seven. You can watch it on YouTube and all that good stuff. But Terry Cruz was just uh it was just speaking was just dropping gems and basically just saying that at this point in time Colin Kaepernick needs to be okay with not um with not playing and with and with not playing but not playing ever again he needs to be okay with that because basically what right now what the nfl is is basically just churning which is just uh another i i mean i want to consider it another's you know slave trade you know they bring in their bucks it's the same sort of um you know buck fighting uh you know uh same thing entertaining the you know entertaining um the the rich white guys and once you're once you're of no use to them anymore they just discard you like 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 you've like you didn't matter to anybody but when you're hot you're hot but when you're cold get the fuck out so make sure of course you uh you watch that um a hot 97 interview with Terry Crews. That is the man. He gets a lot of respect for me. We're going to stand up for Jamil Hill, who was uh, suspended from ESPN for two weeks for doing absolutely nothing. But it's because that because because the rich white man said, you know what, you better get your you better get her in or get her in line ESPN. And so that's what ESPN is doing in and, and ESPN. Yeah, be glad you played yourself <laughs> again. This is the get up podcast. Get up, get out and get something. Deuces. Um.